What's up, everybody? Welcome to the road to the show. I am Patrick Jones, and on today's episode, we have Clifford Brown. Clifford is is an Ignition APG performance specialist. I have actually trained underneath Clifford and know just how good he is. Um, We are going to get into a number of different topics today, including the best ways to increase speed, um, what exercises that you need to be doing in-season versus off-season, injury prevention, and much more. Um, Clifford currently is training several different NFL players. Uh, He has trained Leon Hall, Cedric Pierman, and Deshaun Williams. He has even trained, branched out into the entertainment industry to train uh, comedian Gary Owen currently, and also trains Major League Baseball players Josh Harrison, Craig Stammen, Jacob May, to name a few. And I can't wait to have you guys meet Clifford, and it should be a good time. So without further ado, here's Clifford Brown. Welcome in to the road to the show. I'm Patrick Jones, and today I have my very good friend Clifford Brown. Cliff, thanks for coming in today, man. Thank you for having me, Pat. All right, so eventually we're gonna get into specific exercises and ways to prevent injuries, but I first want to just start off by giving Cliff or giving you guys a little bit of background on Clifford, how he got to becoming a trainer, and just a little bit of his backstory. So. Growing up, I take it you played sports? Yeah, I grew up playing basically all the, the, the sports, basketball, baseball, football. I ran track, and then as I got older, you know, I kind of fizzled away from some sports. Uh, basketball, I realized that I was never going to get over 5'7". Yeah. Um, baseball kind of phased out when I got scared of the ball. So <laughs> I've uh, seen Clifford hit, too. He, yeah, he, I was he's phenomenal. not a baseball player. I was fun- phenomenal at hitting the ball. Still am. <laughs> Okay, and then in the high school, you started – is that when you really started putting everything into football and, and trying to make it uh, in the NFL? Yeah, I started uh, – I really just fizzled it down to, you know, football was my was my first love, um, and I ran track because uh, speed was, was key to me. So running track and playing football were, both went hand-in-hand hand, uh, with me as far as uh, my position and what I did and stuff like that. So. Right. Now, what, what's your best ever 40 time? Like in high school, like what'd you what'd you run? High school don't count. High school doesn't uh, count. Nah, uh, my best handheld forty was a four three. So. Four three. So I mean, were you training and stuff in high in high school, like lifting and doing all that, or? Well, as a high school athlete, I was the I was the typical high school athlete. You know, I didn't want to lift, so I wanted to run. Right, but I, right. I trained. Yeah, I trained, but not not training like now, like right. some of these kids. But. And then after that, you went on to play college football, correct? Yes. And how was how did that go? Uh, so I went to Delta State out of high school in Cleveland, Mississippi, Division II school. Um, I spent a year there, and then I transferred to Marion University in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, where I ran track and uh, played football. Um, some of the most memorable times, fun at Marion University on the football field. So Right. So take me through. You said your freshman year. You were not, you, when, when did you transfer? Your sophomore year or junior year? Yeah, after my freshman year. So after my your freshman year. year. Mm-hmm. And so you did, did you run track and play football at Marion? Or yes. Marist? Marion. 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 Okay, I did get that right. MU. MU. Um, so at what point did you realize or did you 
think that maybe you had a chance of going to the NFL, possibly, or playing? Did you, or was that always, has that always been a dream of yours to yeah, play? Yeah, yeah, that was always something. You know, yeah. every kid that plays football, they want to play in the NFL. Um, so that was always a dream of mine. So it didn't matter where I went or what I did. You know, that was always the end goal to me. How'd you guys do, and for your team? Oh, Marion, we we were successful. Uh, NIA powerhouse. Um, so we were ranked number one in the nation for yeah. some years. And uh, my junior season, we we actually won the national championship. Oh wow, yeah, that's so. awesome! So you got a ring and everything. Yeah, I got. I, we won conference and a national championship in the same year. So. That's awesome. That's cool. How so? What positions did you play in college? Uh, I was a running back, kick returner, punt returner. Receiver. Just everything. Uh, give me the ball. Give me, just give me the ball. Let's do something. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. And so after your college career, what what was the next step? You obviously wanted to keep playing. Like you said, it's every player's dream of playing in the NFL. So what what, what happened after uh, you graduated? Uh, so, well, going into my senior season, so my last year um, at Marion University, I ended up uh, breaking my, my forearm and my, my thumb. So I busted my arm up pretty good. Uh, so I ended up missing my senior year. I sat out a year just to recover and, you know, get back to health. And then I ventured into the professional journey. And, you know, just like anybody else, you know, you, you start climbing that mountain and you realize that, that it's high. It's high. It's, it's very high. There's a lot it more goes tough. into it than just, you know, are you good enough or not? Yeah. I mean, you got to you kind of got to know somebody as well. Um, so take me back. I know there's you have a story of where you were like standing outside of like the combine Handing out cards. Yeah, I was hustling. Like what? Yeah, tell everybody what what you were doing there. Uh, so, um, I plotted this uh, this grand idea that you know I wanted myself to be recognized. So first thing that I did is I became my own agent and I hired myself <laughs> to <laughs> to go out and represent myself. So I actually made maybe a hundred DVDs. I bought my highlight tape off of Huddle. Yeah. Um, I actually put it on disc. I put it on YouTube. I made my own business cards, and I went out um, in front of the combine, and I just got up. I mapped it out kind of um, based on when they were doing the drills, and I knew when the scouts and coaches would be walking the street. So I got my highlight tapes, um, my my business cards. I went out there, and I just started handing them out to anybody with a logo. By probably about 6 o'clock in the morning, snowing, it's downtown. Just grinding. Just, just trying to get a look, man. Any Anything was possible in and, you know, at that point in time, you know, what what could go worse for me? Right. You had nothing to lose. Nah. So I was just out there just kind of promoting uh, myself. Did anyone, I mean, say anything to you after they took your card? Or did you get any calls or anything? Yeah, I actually did an article um, from uh, one of the reporters. Um, so, Chris, hey, how you doing? Hopefully this week. <laughs> okay. uh, He's the still ready. <laughs> the article for the Dolphins. My hamstring hurts. Um, <laughs> the article for the Dolphins, he actually wrote an article um so he kind of picked up about that you know it, it got a little buzz and everything like that um but one of the biggest um turning points was the fact that i met uh one of the Bengals coaches actually out there uh, marcus lewis um great friend of mine i ended up running into him at the combine and he kind of you know asked me what was going on what i was doing out there and i kind of filled him in on some things and then you know that relationship hit off, and it actually transitioned into me coming to Cincinnati. So. And then after you got to Cincinnati, that's when you basically decided, or you didn't really necessarily give up on your dream, but you decided to transfer a little bit into more training. Is that is that accurate? Or you were still working out just in case? Yeah. So when I came on, I was a I was an intern. So of course I was still you know I need to train every day. I need to train every day. But you know 
a great guy, Cliff Marshall, yeah. um, kind of got his hands on me and helped me put some things in perspective as far as, you know, what are you working towards towards your future? Right. You know, it's not about today. It's, it's still planning, planning for tomorrow. And even if I would have got the shot, you know, what's next for me? Um, that part, I didn't know. Yeah. I honestly didn't know. So I started really thinking about, you know, the training aspect. And, you know, I took a, a liking to it. Of course, I, I studied it in college. Yeah. Um, that's what I got my major in. And, and, man, I just I started loving it. You know, one thing led to another, led to another. And, you know, I got a full-time job doing this. And, you know, I get the same satisfaction in his training as I do playing. So That's awesome. That's what it's all about. And I actually – I've actually worked with Clifford – um, a couple years ago, and this the re- one of the reasons why I wanted to interview him is because he's probably the best trainer I've ever worked with. His energy is just it's contagious. I mean, and I know you're not faking it because you bring it every single day. And one of the reasons that I like about that is obviously you know you're training hard three or four days a week, and you got someone in who's bringing that energy, bringing that excitement in. You have you got no choice but to to rise up. I mean, is that something you've always always had as a trainer? That mentality of just you know you're upbeat, you're positive, you got a lot of energy and excitement every single day. I w- I don't know if I would I would say I have that as a as a trainer so much. I appreciate it. Thank you first and foremost. But you know I I would say that's more so just me being who I am. Right. You know I I love to have fun. Yeah. I love to have fun. I feel like, you know, nobody in the room can have more fun than me. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like nobody in the room can outwork me neither. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a matter of, of mixing the two to, you know, create create that, you know, that that duo that, you know, we can have fun and, 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 and work hard at the same time. So Sure. So when you first got to ignition, did were you were there certain workout programs that you were implementing or was it first you were just kinda of learning? from uh, Coach Cliff and then just kind of doing what, what he kind of asked you and then just kind of building on your own? Yeah, so, you know, Cliff Marshall, Ben Creamer, you know, the great staff at, at Ignition, man. We've had some great coaches in and out, you know, great people here on a daily basis um, that I just started picking their brains, you know, kind of piggybacking off them. You know, they uh, we like to use a motto here at Ignition that, you know, we're forever learners. Yeah. Um, everyone, no two brains are going to think alike. Right. You know, some people think outside the box. Some people are, you know, pretty straight down the middle. And, you know, you, you, you get that mix here at Ignition. So, you know, being around Coach Ben, being around Coach Cliff, you know, they challenged me to think every day. And from there, man, I just used my instincts to pick up and say, you know what, I, I want to be the best at this. Right. No different than, you know, as an athlete, you know, yeah. you learn to exercise, you say, hey, I want to dominate this. Or you do your, you, you have your, you know, your your game, your sport, you want to dominate. And the same holds true in, in the training realm. So right. I just took that approach. I gotcha. So what type of uh, like program do you, you know, normally put together? I mean, let's, we can just start out as an, from a nutrition standpoint. Uh, diet, diet is key. Um, me, personally, you know, I, I'm – I'm working on the diet thing. Yeah, I mean, th- <laughs> this guy is like Floyd Floyd Mayweather, like just outworks everybody and just burns so many calories. You don't have to worry worry about his diet. The Ocho Cinco diet. Right, the Ocho Cinco diet. Shouts out to Ocho Cinco. I eat, I eat Mickey D's every day. I love, <laughs> I love it. But I mean, um, you don't you don't drink, you don't smoke. No. I mean, do you, so you think you can have a bad diet because you don't you know just kind of evens it out a little bit nah man that's just that's one of those things again me just being me just, just being you I, I, I always joke about it and I always say you know diet is mental like <laughs> you know this do, this doesn't phase me right. you know maybe someday it'll walk me down but you know i 
So you you pretty much you don't when you work with a client or anything you don't really necessarily go over their diet too much. It's mainly just workout. Nah, and that's that's kind of outside of our our professional realm. You okay. Know, we we educate our athletes on diet, the things they should be putting into their bodies, you know, to help them perform better. But you know, as far as prescribing exercises, uh, um, I'm sorry, diets and stuff. Yeah. Know, that's that's our thing. We're we're strictly exercises and things like that. So. Okay, so from like on a different approach to your to the game, I mean. What type of, like, confidence do you see in, like, a lot of these professional athletes that, you know, when you work with amateurs, they just – they don't have? I mean, professional athletes, you know, for, for – From, like, a mental standpoint, right? Because, yeah. I mean, it takes – it's – Yeah, right. It's a lot of it's, – it's, men, it's mental. I mean, it really is. Right. That, that's that's all that's, – that's the mentality. Um, I would say, you know, younger athletes typically, you know, they – they have a lot of hunger to them. Yeah. They have a lot of hunger to yeah. them. And, you know, and, and every day they show up, they want to prove that. They want to prove that, you know, that, that they want to get better, that they can do this, they can do this. And so that's that's one thing that they have, you know, as a professional athlete. They understand that they that they can do it. Yeah. You know, they're already at the professional ranks. It's a matter of them staying at the top of their game. Um, I would say they, they understand, you know, the daily basis of, you know, at, every, at any point in time, you know, they're looking to replace you. Yeah. That's just the nature of professional sports. Yeah. Every team's looking to upgrade. Right. Every team wants to win. Right. You know, by any means necessary that if they have to replace a guy, they will. Right. So I would say that's the difference in mentality. Mentality. And then work ethic-wise, too, I, I'd assume it pretty much the same thing since their job's on the line every day. Or is there – is there a point where you know, you've had to work with athletes who maybe aren't that motivated, professional athletes? Um, for the most part, not professional athletes. They 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 understand what's at stake. Yeah. You know, you, when you have X amount of dollars and mm-hmm. you know you have to feed your family, you have to feed yourself. You know, you have, this is your life. You right. know that it's not class and school and you know oh, I could skip today. Nah, they're like this is what you do. If you don't do this, you know they're looking to replace you. Right. So if you don't do it, you do understand what's at stake. Yeah, because you're just gonna move on to the next client. Like once they if they're if they get cut. I, I mean, you got I, no choice. I, I mean, I I I love everybody I work with. Right. So you know, at, at the same point, you know, I, I'm sitting right here with with you. That you know, it right. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you go. You know, yeah. Like, everybody can always find me. I'll always be. Oh around. yeah, yeah. But you know, it's. If you want to jeopardize your career, yeah, that's on you. Only so much you can do. <laughs> you can't so make much. it put the work yeah, in. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't babysit you. So you've worked with a lot of uh, different NFL players. You know, you've worked with some baseball players too. You actually trained a good friend of of ours now. You know, Jacob May. Um, what what type of different uh, exercises did you implement when tra- training a baseball versus football? Did you take some out? You know, that maybe you didn't need doing football that he might need doing baseball or vice versa? Uh, yeah, there's there's slight differences. I mean, sports-specific, some some things you need, you know, as far as, you know, it's not it's sometimes with baseball guys, it's not all about clanking and banging, yeah. you know. Baseball is a long season. Long, that, dude, that, dude. that is a long season. Dude, long like, I get season. tired of watching you. Right. So, <laughs> so, you know, you understand that, that you know, it's a, it's a long road ahead of you. So, you know, it's, it's understanding how to take care of the body, when to implement things. Um, a lot of injury prevention, you know, small muscle groups, a lot of rotational, just just little things that tie into tie into baseball that that you know that's that's different than you know football or basketball or stuff like right. that. Right. So. Right, and that's the thing. Like, you know, we we're talking earlier about you know Josh Harrison who trains here as well, and like what I one of the things that I've always admired is not just how hard he works, but like 
how smart he works too. Like he knows his body so well. Like if something's aching, like he knows he knows everything. He knows when to like push, like when to pull back. Right, right. Like how important is that for an athlete to to understand? You know, really their body. Uh, I think that 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 ties into you know the type of athlete that you're dealing with. Yeah. I mean, you see Josh Harrison, who's at the at the top of his game, man. I mean, and he's phenomenal. Dude, I mean, this year he's he's <laughs> he's, he's killing. He's I'm like, phenomenal. where where'd all this power come exactly. from? It's crazy. He's, he's playing like me out there. He's playing, <laughs> like me. he's playing like me on the on the on the baseball diamond. That's what I would do. But you know, when when you're dealing with you know professional athletes, that's where you get the difference. You know, a high school athlete. They believe in the model of I'm going 24 seven, no yeah, days off, yeah. 365. I'm gonna kill it, you know. Right. And, and that's that's where they're at. That's what they're taught. That's what they see online. That's what everyone's Instagram caption is. But you know, as a as a as a top athlete, you understand you train smarter and not right. harder. So you know, you find you you're in tune with your body. You know what you can handle. You know what what benefits you. You know what doesn't benefit you. And then you're and then uh, of course you know you get with you know, your trainers that, yeah. that that know you and understand, you know, your workload, how you are and stuff like that. So you kind of dose that stuff in moderation. So because baseball is such a long season, and I know with you working with Jacob last year, were you were you lifting heavy because to try and, you know, keep him healthy for, you know, most of the year? I know he's he's a speed, you know, speed. He's got a lot of speed. So I know you guys working with doing a lot of different speed work. But I guess for the average, you know, player out, baseball player out there, would it be, you know, you want to lift heavy to get that bulk to, to last you for that long, long season? Definitely. You definitely want to implement strength. Strength is yeah. everything. You know, that's the – you know, every sport has its injuries. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, some injuries can't be prevented. There's nature behind sports. And it doesn't matter what, what sport it is. Injuries will happen. Right. But, you know, strength is, is one of the best, you know, injury prevention things out there for you. So, you know, you take time you and you develop your strength. And, you know, you, you phase it out from, from strength to, you know, endurance and to power. And, that, and, you know, that leads you right into your sport. So. Okay, now Clifford's a speed guru, so we're gonna get a little, a little <laughs> bit into the uh, different speed exercises. Um, what you do a lot of work with actually NFL Combine guys too. Right. So when you, you know, when, what type of exercises do people need to be doing to help increase their speed? Is it a combination of like lifting plus some speed work? Is it more speed work? You know, if you have like a you know a, a combine or a showcase or something coming up, is it you know maybe a little bit less you know in the weight room and more um, speed work or how would that go? I mean, like you like you said, there's there's different times and places in what you would actually call speed. Yeah. Um. So like a guy that's coming in, you know, out of college, getting ready for the NFL combine, you know, when he comes, we have to spend a lot of time on you know small tweaks. Yeah. To his mechanics. And you know his his setup to make him efficient in sprinting. Right um, now, you know that's that's the thing that you know it's been a subject for a long time. Can speed be taught? I my opinion, speed can't be taught okay. as long as you can move faster than you did. You taught speed. Right. No, I'm not saying that <laughs> I can take you. Yeah. Are you gonna have to train me to be like the next? Uh, <laughs> You're Usain Bolt. Right. Right. Like, you know, there's there's a that you can definitely move faster than you move. Uh -huh. Um. So, so that's one thing. As far as developing speed, I would say, man, the mechanics are key. Running efficiency is everything. You know, it it gets it gets very methodical. You know, with your phases. You know, how your foot strikes the ground, right. body angles, and stuff like that. And you know, to to improve that overall speed. Um, 
but you you're definitely gonna need you're you're definitely gonna need you know strength. That's right. that's force development. You know that's that's injury prevention. Those are things that you know that you just can't go away from. There's it's not just running, running, running. Definitely gonna have to add resistance training into that. So what type of like exercises when you would you be doing for like strength training to help increase speed? I know the trap bar deadlift. I feel like over the past few years has really become popular. Um, is that one of the exercises that you like doing with all your guys and what, why is that? Absolutely. Uh, I love it, you know, doing it for me personally. Yeah. Um, I'm a big deadlifter. Uh, I'm not really, you know, throw the barbell on your back and let's squat. Right. It's all, it's all about, you know, the, the way, the way that you're lifting, uh, deadlifts are key. Uh, Olympic lifts are key. And you know, that, that triple extension is, is, is everything. Yeah. And improving your start no matter, you know what sport you are that's that's acceleration so. right so that's key so take me through like a typical like workout that you would do would it you know would it be you're starting off with so like obviously warm-up dynamic warm-up then power like how what would a typical day look look like when you're training an athlete so at ignition we have the five p's that we like to follow mm-hmm. um we go protect first so protection is, you know, small muscle group. Yeah. You know, a, a sort of a, a extension of the warm up. And then we go into our power movements. So that's training. So we like to say we train from the waist out. So that's any type of Olympic lift. We like to emphasize the, the speed of the bar first and foremost. Um then we move into our primary which is, you know, your your bench press, your squats, your deadlifts. Right. And then we move into our plex phase which is your auxiliaries, you know, unilateral lifts, and then we finish on our pump, which is, you know, a, a finisher. A finisher is exactly what it sounds like. The finisher's no <laughs> joke, by the way. <laughs> the I've one thing to take you over the top is yeah. builds a little mental toughness, you know, has some benefit behind it. So. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I definitely like that. Uh, like, if I'm trying to work on, you know, my speed, like how many days a week do you think I should be running or uh, doing a, doing agility or, like, doing something in that – in that category well you you put it you 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 put it in a way where you think about it where it's if it's important to you you do it every day yeah so if i'm in a training session and, and i'm working on my my athleticism well i don't want to take out my agility if yeah agility is something that i need to work on so if i'm going to do my performance training program i want to make sure that i'm hitting that you know every time i do it and i would say you know a, a, a reasonable amount for a week is at least two days Two days a week. Two, two days a week. Two days a week. If you you know you want to improve your agility, improve your linear speed. Two days a week. You got to focus on it. And how like how many yards are you are you running like when you're working on your sprinting sprinting and things like that? Well, you know, like I said, it goes back to phases. Yeah. Um, of course, a, a track runner. Yeah. Their distance, their duration is a little longer. Right. You know, as com- as compared to you know. It just it it pretty much varies. You know, you got forty. You got football guys that get ready for the forty. You yeah. got baseball guys. That yeah, get like ready when you're working with Jacob. Yeah. What like what kind of stuff were you guys doing? Well, um, you know, Jacob's a center fielder, right? So he has to cover a lot of ground, right? So he's almost like a track runner. Yeah. You know, he has to he has to be able to get to forty yards and get to the ball. Yeah. At top speed and get there and you know and be able to you know even if he gets on base he has to be able to bring that thing all the way around. Right. You know? Right. Uh, I would say his phases, you know, from proper acceleration phase into his uh transitional phase we even train top end speed um and i i feel like you know jacob adapted well yeah to the training and i mean phenomenal athlete phenomenal phenomenal athlete, yeah. so what are the, like the sets and reps look like 
for when you're doing different lifts, like deadlift, like trap bar deadlift in the off season, mm-hmm. trying to get bigger, faster, stronger. What like what are the sets and reps uh, look like uh, for you guys here? Um, well, it would it would be it would be, you no know, depends on the time of year. I mean, if you're in the strength phase, you know, we'll we'll if we're gonna keep it heavy, you know, we're we're not gonna take it over five. Yeah, you know, and you know, et cetera. So so we're gonna work endurance. Of course, the rep the rep range will be a little higher. You know, as we get closer to your season, you know, we may dial that back from four sets down to three, maybe two. Right. You know, two with moderate weight, you know, six to eight reps. Yeah. You know, just so you're you're adding the resistance, but you're not completely rejecting it. Right, right. And there's actually a video of this guy. <laughs> How much do you weigh? 165. 165. Clifford weighs 165. We're gonna. <laughs> I'm going to post this video. Um, I, he, there's a video of him, uh, deadlifting over, over 500 pounds, right? It's photoshopped. It's not photoshopped. <laughs> I know for a fact that thing is real, but how can someone you're, I mean, with how much you weigh lift that much? I mean, is that just a lot of genetics oh, or are you, 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 th- you think it's just from straight, we just lifting over the years? No, nah, I, I never really, I never really lifted heavy like that. So for me to go that high and, and deadlift, um, 500 pounds plus, you know, that was just. Me just, you know, wanting to unlock my own potential. That was, that was something I wanted to test on myself. Um, did it three times. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I was going to say, it's I, a couple times <laughs> on there. It's for sure so a couple I, times. I could, probably, I could probably go a little higher, but that's just something that I wanted to see for myself just just to do. I, I wouldn't say that going heavy is a practice for me. Nah, I'm cool. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely tell your your mentality and your confidence in yourself. What type of mentality do you think that – athletes need to perform at that high high of a level i'm i mean first and foremost man believe in yourself yeah because if you don't believe in yourself who else should right you know oh yeah like, like i said even even my journey like that's just who i am right. i hire myself right you know? right yeah i love that <laughs> if, if i if i'm in the room and you know no one else can do it i'll I'll probably be that one guy that be like i can do it yeah now you know whether i swing or miss I, i'm i'm gonna go for it so. yeah that's just that's that's just belief in yourself, man. Just right. believe in yourself, believe in your abilities. Don't let nobody set limitations on you. Right. So, you know, if you feel like you can do it, you can do it. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what anyone's gonna say about you, just do it. Right. And that you know? comes back to, you know, if you're coming over coming overcoming an injury or something like that, there's always that mental hurdle. Right. Have you worked with some athletes who have overcome or are currently maybe overcoming injuries and dealing with that mental hurdle? Right. Yeah. I mean like I said, that's that's part of the, that's part of the sport, um, and you know when you come back to yeah. training or you before you go, you're always going to be hesitant because it's going to be in the in the back of your mind. But you know one thing that you know uh, Coach Ben Creamer you know told told me once he's like you know that's confidence is one of the biggest carryovers you know into your sport. So I t- I took that saying and okay well if this if we can test this athlete and show them that they're fine or we strengthen what was once a weakness, yeah. you should be ready to go. Right. Like, so if you're going out there, you're thinking about it. What are you thinking about? It? Right. You know, you've taken the time, you've developed, you know, what, what a, a great area for yourself. So, you know, just go and do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, can, can confidence be like taught? Can that, cause I mean, I know in baseball, 90% is mental, right? So, I mean, yeah. mentally, like, can you like, like how like is there is it straight just straight from preparation or is it just straight like you either got it or you don't? Ah man, com- confidence confidence comes from a lot. You right, know? it's a it's a lot of things. Maybe just being around someone and that's one thing that you know 
I, I would like my energy to be yeah. you know, is having confidence. And I and you know, you've trained with me before, yeah. so you know I always tell you, don't let me believe you. Right. And you don't believe right. me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this this is opposite unless you want me to play yourself. Yeah. So I mean, maybe confidence comes from, you know, being around someone positive. It can come in that matter. It can be around, you know, confidence can come from you training yeah. and seeing that you're improving. And that's right. one of the coolest things about being a trainer is seeing yourself improve. And then sometimes it's just a matter of you just going out there doing it. Because right. if you do it once, yeah, you'd be like, that was it. Right. You know, that was it. That right. was the whole time I've been struggling with this. You know, you yeah. do the same thing in the classroom. When you figure out a method that works for you, yeah. when you unlock that potential in your mind, man, it, that's what it is. It's and it's so much of it is just like fear. Like I feel like so many people are afraid of – of what other people are going to think of them, like when they go out and perform on, you know what I mean? Like I, I see that all the time. It's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't, what is there to be scared of then? What's the point of even going out there? Right. <laughs> if you're scared. Right. What's yeah. I mean, if we can ever teach that, I mean, we're going to be golden for sure. And I figured out I'm bringing it right back to the show. Right. Now, recently you've actually, well, actually this is what last year you started training, um, Gary Owen, the comedian. <laughs> Tell everyone how that worked out. <laughs> How, how, how yeah, yeah, how you met, this is like, it's pretty, it's the power of social media, it really is. Yeah, um, so, December 18th, I remember because of the Pittsburgh Steelers game, my dad's a diehard Pittsburgh Steelers game, he's mad because he didn't go to this game <laughs> with me, so I won't forget this date, my dad was so mad at me. I ended up going to the Pittsburgh Steelers game, and um, after the Pittsburgh Steelers game, I ended up uh, going down under the stadium to the locker room, and I seen Gary around, you know, yeah. Just standing around, just being a normal dude. Right. Cool, cool as a fan, like always. Yeah. And um, I just kind of went up to him and, you know, just asked for a picture. I was a fan. I've always been a fan of him. Yeah. I watch a show on BET yeah. uh, weekly. Uh, so I kind of went up to him, asked him, you know, can I can I take a picture with you? Yeah. And he was who he was. Oh, yeah, sure. Come on. Right. Took the picture, you know, said thank you, walked away. Um, I posted a picture on social media, and uh, and I actually tagged him in it. I was like, yo, I ran into Gary Owen. Like, yeah. man, that was cool. And Josh Harrison actually commented on the picture and tagged me and Gary both in it. And was like, oh, man, I haven't seen you in the gym. You know, where, where you been? I've been back yeah. for a little while. I haven't seen you. Um, And, you know, Gary, I guess he's seen, he seen the picture um, that I that I had tagged him in. He was like, yo, that's the guy that just took a picture. So yeah. he kind of put two and two together. Yeah, that, Josh knew you that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Josh worked with me. But earlier that week, so Josh went to his show. Uh, Josh Harrison went to his show um, at the Liberty Funny Bone, and he actually uh, introduced himself. So he looked Josh Harrison up, seeing okay. that the dude was, it was legit. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. yeah. This dude like, oh, yeah, I play baseball. Some random dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he put two and two together, and he seen that, you know, Josh, Josh Harrison and I had I had dialogue. And so he puts two and two together, and, and he hits me up, and he's like, oh, I'm going to come into Ignition. And I'm I'm thinking he's joking yeah. at first. I'm like, ah, nah, he's, he's playing. He said he was. I'm like, all right, if you're going to do it, then I'll see you. Um, maybe two days later, mm -hmm. I get a tweet, and he's like, hey, um, I'm coming into Ignition at 2 o'clock. I'm still thinking this dude's joking. I'm like, man, this dude don't know where it's Yeah. Like, sure enough, 2 o'clock, he comes rolling in. I'm like, what in the world? You know, I'm starstruck. You yeah. Know, I'm a fan of his. I, you know, I, I was like, man, I can't believe this dude really showed up. So I kind of gave him a demo session of some things, you know, you know, educated him on, um, on, on fitness and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, that, and 
he ended up enjoying the session. I gave him my business card. I was like, I gave him my cell phone. I'm like, look, you want to work out, man? Just give me a call. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Help you out, whatever. And he he left. He didn't say anything. So yeah. I'm like, oh, man, this session went bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say anything. He just Cliff's got him out running 60-yard dashes yeah, like know, baseball players. I'm trying to make him faster, the fastest comedian <laughs> out there. So he, he leaves and, you know, he says, he says bye and everything. And I'm like, man, I – I probably screwed this up. I should have yeah. done this. I yeah. should have done that. So I let it go. And I'm like, oh, I'm going on to my day-to-day. Well, you know, I'm down at Paul Brown Stadium. I get a call, and they're like, I get a call from Gary. He's like, yeah, I'm back. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, he showed up. I thought I dropped the ball on this. And so, you know, I got back up here, and, you know, we went through another session. And, you know, respects to him. He's like, you know, I, I kind of like the, you know, the workouts that you took me through. You know, it was something that, you know, like obviously he could benefit from yeah. and one went from there and then we're rolling all I mean the way is, is he a hard worker like is he does he get a, I see it first of all is he a good athlete <laughs> is Gary a good is athlete is Gary a good I've seen him dance a little bit on YouTube but I mean like ask me that again say ask me if Gary is a good athlete is Gary a good athlete Gary Owen is a freak athlete <laughs> you're welcome Gary I yeah I was say I'm gonna see it but that I love how you know Jay Hay uh comes in and you know basically and that's what I, I love about him is if he if you like show him that you know you're working hard and things like that, like he'll he'll help you out. And even like that was just kind of just you know randomly, but I mean yeah. it was like that in my experience too. But I mean, first of all, go check out Gary Owen. Uh, if you live in Cincinnati area, I think it's December second. December second, I'm gonna plug Gary's shows. December second at Taft. Yeah, Gary Owen at Gary Taft. Owen. Uh, Cliff might open up for him. You think you're going to open up for him? <laughs> I'm not funny whatsoever. Yeah. But I'll open up. You're right. I'll do it for the 50 bucks, Gary. 50 bucks. <laughs> All right. So we got one more, one more thing, one more question I want to talk to you about. You got one athlete that you can train. I don't care what sport, baseball. It could be, you know, Mike Trout. It could be football. Anybody. Who would it be and why? If I say you, do I get brownie points? Uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> well, but we've, we've, you've already worked with me. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, you've yeah, already, that's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah, you've already worked with this. me. I was trying to win. Right. Um, One athlete. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Current athlete, Cam Newton. Why is that? Man, I, I love the way he plays. I would say that he plays the way, you know, my character relates to him when he plays. Yeah. You know, he's, he's out there. He's, he's playing at a high level. Yeah. Not only is he playing at a high level, he's having fun. Yeah. He's having fun doing it. Yeah. And, you know, he doesn't care what, you know, what, what anybody thinks, or, you know, he, he's doing it his way. He's, he's having fun. And, you know, whenever I watch him, you know, in his arena, I'm like, man, like that dude, that dude, that dude's amazing. If I could get him in the gym to train with him. I mean, you think you could like, you see stuff in his game. Be like, I feel like if I worked with him, maybe his agility would be a little bit better or maybe some speed. I don't think I'm that good. You don't think you're that good. I would definitely, I would do everything in my power to help him. Like, yeah. I feel like, you know. I'd read whatever books I needed to. to help yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, yeah, Cam. Cam Newton, Cam, if you're watching, hit up Clifford. Um, Call what, me. Yeah, what, what's your Instagram and Twitter handles, people, everyone knows? Instagram, Twitter, S underscore Brown 25. Instagram and Twitter both. It's not very flashy. That's the best I got. Yeah, so if you guys got any questions or anything or want to work with Cliff, like make sure to hit him up. But thanks again for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So this is the road to the show, and uh, thanks, for everyone, for tuning in. Appreciate it. Road to the show. Road to the show.